liftoff and the clock has started. And welcome to Netflix Live. This is episode 259, recording September 9th, 2023. Except it's September 3rd, Ooh. not September 9th. But, <laughs> hey, who's counting? Uh, go fuck yourself, San Diego. My, my name is Zach Anderson. And this week, we are going to be talking the Super Mario Brothers Direct. Uh, we're going to talk some PlayStation price hikes. A new game that has suddenly taken this podcast in our discord by storm so to do this i have with me as always shannon party monster more what's up yeah it's uh it's gonna be a busy weekend uh full of birthday parties and you know my wife and i had to have this discussion of uh we need to set there's like this is the first kids' birthday parties that we're going to for the school, like school-related birthday parties for like the year, right? Mm. So we're setting the pace right now mm-hmm, of the mm-hmm. presents that we are going to be offering through the rest of the year. Uh, so like you know, we had to set that 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 threshold like really early. So you know, we had we had to have the discussion, and like, I think like right now, like I think thirty like thirty to thirty-five dollar range is like where we're landing um, for a, like kids' present like at a party. But, like, if it comes to our turn, like, in March, and, like, we don't get the reciprocation, like, everybody's getting a $10 present next year, bro. Everybody. No, no, no dude. You set, the, you set the limit at 20 bucks. <laughs> you don't go big. What? You don't know these people. I mean, we're going to know guess, them for, like, the next, what? like, seven or eight years, bro. Yeah, and you've done this before. How many people have given your child real good presents and have them go eh, and move on? I mean, that's exactly what's going to happen. They're getting like 30 presents. You're not wrong. There's dude. There's eight at the first party we're going to. There's 84 people going. Eighty (laughs) four. I am going to I'm going to go into that party. I'm going to be like, here's your present. Kid, go play for a little bit. I'm going to sit here for an hour and we're going to dip. You do the gift card and you move on with your life. That's what you do. Mm. That's what you do. Yeah, I guess. I mean, go twenty five dollars if you really feel. The, the fact also, there's so many people, they're not even going to notice what you did. It's true. Yeah, I mean, you make sense. I mean, like that's you know, it's a seasoned veteran right there. Like you know, for giving me some, giving me some knowledge, dropping some knowledge on me. It's too late now though. I, I'm just letting slippery slope. I'm just letting you know you're overthinking it a little. Okay, that's all I'm saying. I mean, duly putting a little extra layer of thought. I mean, you know, I I would be interested to see what other parents in the Discord do. Like, you know, what what are where do you set in your thresholds at? You know, are you more in Zach's camp? Like, are you more in 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 my camp? I'm a you know a glutton for punishment. What can I say? Well, you know, life is the best teacher. So anyway, (laughs) uh, also joining us is. Justin fixing the date after Zach said it in the Google Doc Carter. Dude, I love that. That was so good. Like, oh, is everything right? Is everything right? Yes, everything is good. <laughs> not everything was not good. It's your boy. 
Look. Okay. Sheepishly, so here, it's I, our boy. Yeah. I, so I think what happened was because nine is the the number related to the month September, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where my hang up was. Uh, I don't know. I'm sorry. I let you down. That. <laughs> nah. It's really not that serious. It's just hilarious. That's all it is. I know. Um, I know. But oh man, dude, it's been it's been incredibly stormy in Arizona. It was one of those things where Thursday night I was sitting in the living room watching TV and my phone started going ape shit and it had like a bunch of notifications about like a giant dust storm coming and it's like, dude, do not like leave the house like there's gonna be zero visibility on the road. Like pull over. Like do mm. not try and drive through it. And, you know, I kind of thought it was just bullshit. I was like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, sure, dust storm. Like, and closed it. And then about 15 minutes later, it sounded like it was fucking hailing outside. And I was like, dude, what is going on? And I opened the door, and it wasn't hailing. That was just the sound of the hundreds of pounds of dead leaves in my yard being gussed away by 50-mile-an-hour winds. And I opened the door, and... And I could not see the road in front of my house. It was just a pure wall of dirt and like people's garbage cans were blowing over and shit. And I was like, nope. And closed the door. <laughs> and I was like, the dogs were trying to go outside. And like, the fuck <laughs> you are. Like, dude, you are not going out in that. Like, I had to go put the garbage cans out for pickup. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to wait until whatever this is passes. And I completely forgot because it did, even by 11 at night, it was not stopping. I like how I like how you were outside and you were like, it was the hail. And you then it was the leaves. It was just the dried dog turds, like, blowing up against the side of your wall. <laughs> just boom. Just hitting the sliding glass doors. Just boom, boom, boom. The, the siding and stucco of his house just is has dents all over it now <laughs> yeah i go to open the door and there's just like a pile of dog turds <laughs> pouring into the house well it, i mean the good thing is probably the wind blew it all to one side of the yard so you just got to get your shovel out and just scoop it all up now it's good <laughs> yeah i was out there in the wind just with the bucket sideways just letting it pick it all up so i did uh i did have one of the uh this is how the zombies win moment in when it's like here's the notification that like shit's about to get really <laughs> fucked. And then he's like, yeah, whatever. And then it's like, oh, by the way, shit's getting really fucked. Hmm. Don't know. Let me open my doors <laughs> and figure out if that's what's really happening. Like, no. Just first off, look out a window. You don't live in a freaking silo, you know? Like, come on, man. <laughs> Zach, we as humans are born naturally curious. <laughs> all right. You got to investigate. <laughs> but this is but you know what? When you're watching the zombie movie and you're like, this is so stupid. This would never happen. Like, people wouldn't do that. It's like, yeah, you just proved they would. That's all I'm saying. Like, <laughs> yeah. Every horror movie where they're like, what was that? I'm going to go check it out. You're like, dude, don't do that. And then, you know, your house, you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, what's going on in the garage I mean, they, they, said, they did the same thing in Ahsoka, like the first episode. It was just like the ship pulls up and they're like, oh, hail that ship. And they're like, yeah, we're like Jedi. And the guy's like, I'm going to call their bluff. Let them come on board. Like, they're not Jedi. They're fucking something else. And then they get their shit kicked in, like, right off the bat. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, keep that ship out there and then blow it the fuck up if you don't think it's it's uh, it's not good. <laughs> anyway. The dead are coming to life and killing everyone around them. Yeah, I don't believe him. I'm going to let this bleeding guy into my house. Yeah. Fake news. <laughs> Thanks, Fauci. Um, <laughs> anyway, 
The, uh, oh, Super Mario Brothers Direct happened. And, and yeah, one game that, thanks to one Mr. Justin Carter, I realize is on the voucher system for Nintendo. Super Mario Brothers Wonder Direct Recap is what we are going to do right now, because that game, you guys, I'm, I'm ready. I saw an elephant riding a Yoshi, and then I saw that again and again and again and again <laughs> on Twitter. Always hilarious every time. Um, flowers are talking. I mean, it. I think our boy got into some shrooms or something. <laughs> like, he... This is the one of... We're using the term wonder here a little loosely, loosely I think. Uh, but uh, apparently they showcased uh, you can play as Mario, Luigi, Peach, Daisy, a whole bunch of Toads. Toadette, I also think. Uh, it's, a, it's a veritable Super Nintendo Mario Kart level of characters that you can pick from. And... Uh, I don't know how I feel about Yoshi's writing Yoshi's. <laughs> Your thoughts, gentlemen. Your thoughts. I mean, so Yoshi's writing Yoshi's a little straight. If all if you can have a Yoshi writing a Yoshi writing a Yoshi writing a Yoshi though, game changer. Like if you can just keep stacking them, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, you need to know how those Yoshi eggs get fertilized in the first place, right? I mean, <laughs> I got, I got, I got a head nod from both of you at the same time. That was rad. <laughs> both of your reactions. It was the same direction and the same look. Like you got problems. <laughs> just gonna throw it out there. Oh, shame. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Six, Dude, a successful say... Sunday morning for shame. I will say though I am excited for it. Um, I like the fact that it looks like online, like playing with people, won't be a huge pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. Like as you know, we've all tried playing Mario Golf together <laughs> and went through the trials and tribulations of trying to connect online for a Nintendo Switch game. All that work uh, to play one, that game. <laughs> yeah, all uh, it looks a little more user friendly than that. But I also I love the idea of just doing races. That seems incredibly fun. Like, how about a race, bitch? And then just, like, <laughs> racing to the end of the level against people and trying to, like, screw each other up. Like, I like that being a mode. I can't imagine Nintendo thought about it as, how about a race, bitch? <laughs> but I'm with you. It does seem fun. Uh, I, I, that's the one thing I will never do in that game. I, that is the most infuriating thing. Like, that's kind of what I'm wondering is, because I didn't watch the Direct, so... With the multiplayer aspect, is it like you're all locked to the same screen, or is it like you're both have like your both screens are independent and you can just kind of catch up to each other willy nilly? Like, did they explain how that worked? Like you know, back in the day, like uh, you could push I like mean, your buddy off the screen, right? If you wanted, if you were like player one and you were pushing the thing forward, player two was just kind of getting like bumped off of everything and dying like a hundred times like is that the same thing that's going to happen here like where you're you're locked into one screen mode or what well i know for the standard multiplayer you don't die right away you you instead turn into like a ghost where you have like an amount of time to get rescued mm. in a sense uh i don't remember how the like race stuff works um, so it's like, I know in new Super Mario Brothers and stuff, they had like the bubble system where when you die or whatever, you just kind of become a bubble 
and then someone pops you to like bring you back in you kind of just trail along behind people so i'm assuming it's kind of like the you're all on one screen and if that happens and it kind of oh, tries oh, to, I, if you're like I super found it. behind it I, might teleport you up i found it i found it so you can um you play together as the other players on your screen are quote live shadows so you're all playing through the same level at the same time but you're not actually in the same level at the same time you just see their shadow on the screen gotcha mm, okay. so does that ruin the multiplayer aspect for you basically since you're all just shadows in each other's games well, that's that's a that's its own mode. Oh, like okay. actual multiplayer is like traditional two D Mario okay. multiplayer, except now you don't die immediately. So, like, if your kid, you know, continually jumps in a in a pit over and over and over again, not that to say that didn't happen. Um, you you don't have to listen to them cry because they lost all their lives in the first level. Uh, they just turn into a ghost that you can revive after a little bit. Well. It- and that's what's nice is they have like I think I know it's Yoshi and I want to say Toad too or whatever where they're like the easy GG easy kid friendly characters mm. that don't take damage and don't whatever so it's like they're the oh I'm playing with my child yeah you're playing as Yoshi type thing I I am a little sad that there's no Wario I I would like maybe in a DLC or something mm. they can add Wario as a character into the game it'll be like my own makeshift wario land but well you know it is nintendo though they they don't they don't not like getting everyone's money yeah but they also hate wario for some reasons (laughs) and 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 my man waluigi as well yeah he's non-existent it's a great character maybe they just like also think their voices are super annoying (laughs) <laughs> like, you know what? I don't want to listen to that. Um, okay, so, I mean, we're all buying this one, right? Yes. Yes. I will tell you right now, seeing the game run, that game looks phenomenal. Like, it doesn't look like it should be a Switch game. It looks so good. So how just do you... So watching how, it run, it's like... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, w- I just want to no. know how you use the voucher system. So, like, is it on, like, the sh- the Switch shop that you get it, or what? Justin, Justin, walk us through it so everyone yes, knows. So you have you, way if, more experience than me. So, as long as you have the Nintendo Switch online program or whatever, you can, through the eShop, if you go to the Nintendo Switch online section, it tells you, like, you know, all the perks you get with online. Like, oh, you know, you can play Game Boy games or do this. And if you scroll down, there will be an option where it's like, oh, vouchers. And for $99.99 or whatever plus tax, you can, it will give you two ticket vouchers. And you can see what games, too, before you buy it, are available on the voucher system. But they added both wonder and the uh seven star mario rpg remake to the voucher system and it says that you can like you know pre pre-purchase or whatever those games so it? for i think after tax and stuff it's like yes, hi. i don't know like a hundred and like 11 or 15 bucks or whatever you can get wonder and rpg but they mm-hmm. also have pikmin 4 and like you oh. know i'm assuming there's probably going to be another 
couple games before the end of the year that'll get like Um, added to the pool of voucher system games okay that's good to know so and then they haven't raised the price on their online thing have they like their their Um, nintendo online it's still is it like 20 20 dollars a year is it 29 yeah okay i'll take that um i thought it was only like no problem. $14.99 or something. Because they have, like, the basic where it's just Mm -hmm. online, and then they have the expansion pack one that you get to play, like, the N64 games and the, uh, uh, I want to say Super Nintendo Mm. stuff on there or whatever where you get access to that. Oh, Game Boy Advance. That was it. Game Boy Advance and N64 games, you get it. And then through the normal program you get original game boy games and then like your nes and super nintendo okay so it's very similar to the playstation online like setup a little bit yeah i know they kind of like do like the drip system of like oh like this month we're adding like these three n64 games or whatever that you can play now i'm really surprised that they haven't doubled down more on like for the expansion pack they had like oh you get the mario kart 8 dlc or whatever for Mm -hmm. free and you get the animal crossing like since mario kart and animal crossing i don't think they've really added any dlc to that expansion pack program i was like dude like i would really like like i know they just added um rayman to the mario and rabbids game and stuff and it's like i would check that out but it's like dude i'm not gonna really pay like 30 dollars for the season pass for that but if it was included in the expansion pack i would check it out or to zach's point i know zach has wanted the pokemon dlc and stuff Mm -hmm. on there dude if they included that in there dude that's like an easy i feel like that would convert a lot more people into paying the extra money for the expansion pass if they threw in like more hey the dlc for this yeah, it costs thirty dollars, but if you just give us money for expansion pack plus, you have access to it. Nice. Yeah, it's like oh, you could buy buy this Pokemon thing for thirty four bucks each, or you sign up here for eighty four dollars a year and you can just download it. You know, something like that. And I mean, or or just do one of them. Shit, you wouldn't even need to do both. It's just yeah. Oh boy just throw a little bone and then i feel like they would get more money that way because mm. then it's like no one's gonna just sit there play it and then like cancel the subscription more than likely they'll get at least one or two renewals out of it even if they just wanted it for that one thing. yeah you see what i do is i look for the credit card that's going to expire within the year that i have and then i put that one in <laughs> oh, that's, that's actually really smart like, yeah. big brain play i know <laughs> shannon's out here playing 4d chess um, <laughs> You balls in your court, <laughs> Nintendo. Yeah. You got until you got until December, and then it's gone. And he'll be like, "What do you, what do you mean you've uh, ch- you've upgraded my card to platinum? <laughs> yeah. What? It's like then you can't legally do that, <laughs> dude." Speaking of canceling services, though, mm-hmm. I did see this week there was a lot of uh, upset people on Twitter talking about because PlayStation Plus is increasing their prices for all tiers and that led to a slew of people taking the online showing screenshotting that they're canceling their playstation plus and that they won't be renewing as a a boycott against sony for increasing the price you see that's interesting to me um because i mean they got to be like their leader in this 
generation, right? Like in this console generation, that's fine. Like, but I mean, mm-hmm. are you just that butthurt that Microsoft is going to get this Activision deal to where like you need to like raise your prices so that you can maybe consume like some other big publisher? Is it, do you think that's what this is, or do you think this is, you know, they're just tr- greedy? I don't know if it's greed. I think it might be more more to the point of they don't want to take a loss anymore. Mm. Because I remember when, when this new tier system rolled out, there were a lot of people going like, they have to be losing money at these prices. Like, they have to. But, they're, but they need to compete. They need to put up a service that's up there with Game Pass, or blah, blah, blah. And so it might be one of those things where it's like, yeah, guess what? We're not going to catch Game Pass. We have a big base right now. We're just going to put the prices where they should be and see how many we lose. Like, it it wouldn't shock me at all if that was the thought process in a nutshell. But I will say they're going to see a lot of downgrades um, and things of that nature unless they start stocking the shelves a little better because hey guys here's all the ps first party ps5 stuff that's been out for five years and a bunch of other older stuff i think everyone that wants it has it at this point right you know no you're not getting a 13 year old who's just got his first game console and his parents are like yeah and here's the stuff that gets you more games to log in and be like Uncharted 3? Sweet, let's go. No, they don't care. They don't give a shit. So, you might get them to play the first God of War after they play Ragnarok, but the odds of them even doing that are super low. So, I mean, I have the second tier of it, so I could play things like Moving Out and Stray, but that's the other thing is I haven't gotten my value out of that. If right. if they had included a game like Stray or Moving Out every month, I would be completely happy. Because I've loved both those games. And it'd be like, yeah, this was totally worth it. They've done it twice. <laughs> in the time I've had that that subscription. So, I mean, odds are I'm going to downgrade back to the base level and just move on with my life. But, uh, yeah, interesting. Because, I mean, it's a $40 hike. It's not... It's not the usual five bucks. <laughs> That's substantial. Yeah. Yeah, and they said apparently the one-month and three-month subscriptions aren't increasing. It's just the yearly 12-month package mm-hmm. that's increasing. But, yeah, the PlayStation Plus Essentials 12-month is going to $80. And then the Plus Extra is 134 and then plus premium is $160. I mean, that's the thing is usually you get the year deal so that you get the discount. Like that's why people buy the one year yeah. deal, right? Like it just seems like it's a backward strategy for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll see. I mean, it, it, you know what, Shannon, you, you brought up a point with the Activision thing. It almost seems a little white flaggish. Of just like, yeah, we're not going to compete here, so just here's our service. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, boy. It It's interesting because it's not like they're off, also offsetting that messaging with, but you're also going to get this. There is no, you're yeah. also getting this. It's just, here it is, guys. 
Get me more money. It's, this, it's the same great PlayStation Plus you know and love. Just a little more expensive a month. <laughs> yeah. Dude. How about you? Uh, how about we pick you up from your ankles and shake this money out of your pockets? Yeah, like that PlayStation Portal ain't going to pay for itself. <laughs> Uh, did you listen to that last week? I did. The the portal talk. What were your thoughts on the portal? Dude, like, so, you know, it's funny. I saw it come out and I was like, oh, yeah, something else that I can play. I can use to play video games in bed because I'm a lazy ass and this is where I play games now. Um, <clears throat> and then, like, the more and more you started talking about it, the more and more it was just like, nope, nope, no, oh, God, oh, boy. <laughs> and then I was just like, by the end of it, I was like, I think I'm in Zach's boat. We're like, if it's, like, maybe 50 to 75% off, that's, like, the wheelhouse for me to buy it. But other than that, I'm just yeah, going to... Yeah. Just going to sit back and watch. I did see somebody on my Twitter feed actually pre-ordered it. Like, you know, and the, the amount of shade that they got was just, uh, oh, man, it was it was worth it. I just sat back and ate, what, ate popcorn. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's um I, not good. Oh, and did you see uh, Jordan on the Discord says he owns a PlayStation VR 2? No way. He did. He was very adamant on proving that he has one. And and also, I will say, Jordan, that's the first time I've ever heard you mention that you have a PlayStation VR 2. Proving my point. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, No. Uh, Yeah, that portal thing. I, I think the audio part... Now that I've stewed on it for a week, is the most egregious. It, yeah, it is. It's that. I mean, that's. It just seems dirty. It's like everything that PlayStation does. There's always that one little like thing that just tarnishes it, right? Like there's always that one little thing that just seems like extra slimy. You know, it's like they want you to buy like the PlayStation accoutrements to go with the portal. Like, you know, so you're not just spending two hundred dollars, like you're saying. You're spending either for the dongle so that you can use your own shit. You're still spending like twenty or thirty mm-hmm. bucks, or you're spending like sixty or seventy dollars for the headset that they want you to buy, which is stupid. Um, I want to say that with like, what is it with, I've, like, oh, I forget what it was. There was something else that. Um, felt super slimy that they did recently too um oh i mean yeah other than raise the prices for the freaking <laughs> online stuff but it just seems like everything that sony does is like everything has to be exclusive to them like kind of like what apple does like right like you need to have everything in a sony ecosystem to run properly um and it just i don't know it just i'm tired of, i'm getting tired of it it's, it's getting tired to tow that sony that sony fanboy line you know it's a bummer well, the difference between Sony and Apple is Apple makes products that people genuinely like to like to use. Mm-hmm. Like Sony makes a PlayStation and a bunch of really confusing <laughs> TVs and audio equipment. Like super confusing interfaces on all that stuff. I don't know. They're bra- I have a Sony Bravia TV and like I have no problems navigating that menu. Uh, so I'm 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 going to push back a little bit there. But yes, I mean, for the most part, like, I don't know. It just seems, yeah. I, I don't I don't like it. I don't like the portal. I don't like it. No. Uh, it, well, the thing for me that with the, you know, the audio component, it's like you're trying to make it fail. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, oh, we have Bluetooth and this new better pro- uh, proprietary system that you should check out. It's like, no, we got rid of the thing everyone has to try to force you into this proprietary system. 
And you know what? People that have Steam Decks and iPads and and TVs in their bedrooms or genuinely don't give a shit about playing portably, they're just going to be like, nah, I, I'm good. I don't need... We're, we're not Shannon. We don't need four <laughs> devices to play games in bed. We're good. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's pretty sad. It's like there's... I mean... Imagine when the portal does come down in price. It's going to be Steam Deck, Switch, Portal, like all lined up on my nightstand. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, wipe yeah. the wipe a layer off of dust off of the Switch when like the new Mario game comes out that I want to play. And then that one's going to go back on the shelf. And then like, you know, when I want to play everything else that's, you know, more PC related, I'll play it on the Steam Deck. And then when that one game comes out on the portal that I want to, or on the PlayStation I want to play, I'll play it on the portal. It's just uh it's a good time to lay in bed and play video games. All right, all right. What's your price point, Justin? You Oof. first. What's your price point for the portal to drop to before <laughs> you'd consider it? Dude, it would be something honestly, probably insulting. Like Dude, that's what I was saying. Like it would be like on the rack at a pawn shop somewhere. Yeah. Like seventy-five dollars. That's where I'm getting. That's where I'm buying. I would that's consider it. So ninety nine would still be too. I much? would think about it. I if would like, think about it, got, it if it got dropped to a Best Buy, like an actual real so, store, like Best Buy ninety nine bucks closeout clearance. So if by Black Friday, it was like when it comes out in October, right? October? No, it comes out oh, in November. Shit. So two right. weeks after. So it comes like let's out. say let's yeah, say two already... weeks after it comes out, they realize that they've made a huge mistake and they throw it heavily discounted on Black Friday, and it's ninety nine ninety nine. I might consider it. Like I would, I would definitely, it would definitely give me pause, but if they did not fix the audio thing where like you could just plug in any, like any, like use Bluetooth, like for like my AirPods or whatever, I would, that would Mm. be the one thing that would still give me pause. Like I would wait for like a software update or something or a firmware update for that to be possible. Yeah. The only way I would do it if it was $99.99 would be if it was bundled with like a year subscription to PlayStation Plus or something like that. It would have to have more than just the portal <laughs> yeah. involved with it for me to pay more than the It $70. doesn't matter what Sony does at this point. It's They're taking a loss on this. <laughs> you know? It's just... Because you're talking about what, like an eighty dollar upgrade in addition to have to buying this thing that you're that you're getting to get you yeah. to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then there's going to be all the stories a year from now being like, what went wrong with the PlayStation Portal? Mm. And I'm going to be like, hey, you, you got five minutes because I can tell you exactly what went wrong. Let me. T- and I've done I've done zero case studies or zero market research, but I can tell you exactly what happened. Yeah. Well. <laughs> And you know there's going to be a slew of like, oh, grandma's getting this for little Jimmy for his birthday or whatever, and he doesn't have a fucking PS5 or something, and just like gets it for him as like, oh, I can't even use this because I don't have the console or don't have whatever to fucking actually stream the game and play it and so it's just like a dead piece of plastic that's yeah and then the thing well, then and then the real burner is going to be like you already opened it up and like took it out of the box so they're not going to give you the full refund they're just going to dick you there too so you know good luck well on the on the plus side though you can return it for basically the cost of a <laughs> xbox series x so <laughs> you get one of those instead. <laughs> um no that's egregious egregious um all right have we uh are we are we driving right past the trailer park this don't week? even stop dude that dude is irate right now <laughs> he, he, there is there is nothing is there he is terrified he's gonna lose his trailer like just give it a minute yeah. he's sad 
All right. All right. Let's 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 check in with our boy next week. Maybe he'll be in a better frame of mind. Um I uh oh, I forgot to tell you guys at the top. I went I went to a concert last mm-hmm. night. What concert? For the what? first time in a long mm-hmm. time. Uh I saw my wife and I's favorite band to see live, which is Flogging Nice. Molly. And they always put on a hell of a show at the Warfield here. It's in not even St. Patty's Day. I know, I know, it's wild. But the, uh, curiously enough, for those that have seen Flogging Molly, they opened with Drunken Lullabies, which is probably their favorite, the the, the most famous song of theirs. If you, yeah. if you haven't heard it, listen to it, it's rad. Um, but that was the opener, and it's usually always like the last song they play of the night. Or... It's that, like, we've played a couple slow songs, so we're going to pick everything back up in the middle song, right? But as an opener, it kicked ass. It totally, like, set the stage, right? And I'm like, how come they've never done this before? And maybe they have. I don't I don't know. I've only seen them a handful of times. But it, uh, yeah, really set the stage well. Really good. High energy. But the uh, opening band, so there were two opening bands, the, uh, the Bandoliers, who closed their set with a cover of I'm Gonna Be 500 Miles <laughs> by the Proclaimers. Okay. Which was fucking rad. Like, they were good. It was kind of like a, like, kind of like an alt-country type band. <laughs> and they were pretty good, but um, the crowd just blew up when they started playing that <laughs> and, like, singing along. It was hilarious. Like, my wife and I are looking at each other like, holy, who is this? This is awesome. Like, the crowd was eating out of their hands. It was fantastic. But then the second, uh, the second band was the Bronx. Okay, out of L.A. and and have you are you familiar, Shannon? I'm not. So it is that like they're like the aggressive punk, like kind of like that H two O. Not, I mean they're they're an L.A. band, but it it reminds me a lot of that early '90s like NYHC scene, mm-hmm. you know, like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, dude, that. That front man is, he's a charismatic son of a bitch. <laughs> like, he, he pulls you in, and, like, hi, it's, he's one of those guys that by the end of that set, I'm like, man, you must be, like, an IV <laughs> and, like, an oxygen mask. <laughs> just super high energy, just running, kicking, jumping, shaking his head, flipping around. It's like, holy sh- shit. At one point, he grabs the mic and goes into the crowd, and, like, the pit is, like, around him as he's performing. It's, it was Ah, showmanship all the way around. That's awesome. Highly recommend checking out the Bronx <laughs> next time they come through. And it's funny because my wife's like, eh, that's not really my kind of music at all. But that was a hell of a show. So it's like pulling in people that aren't even fans of that music is, is impressive anytime that happens. So, uh, Justin, are you familiar with the Bronx at all? I have not heard uh, the Vandaliers. I've heard yeah. of. I have not heard of the Bronx though. Uh, if you're in the mood for some, uh, you know, aggressive, but it's funny because this it's it's like an aggressive punk band, but all their songs are about like uplifting yourself <laughs> and expressing yourself <laughs> nice. correctly and like believing in yourself. You know, like that's like what every song of theirs is about. But it's like done in this. I'm gonna take you out back and beat you within an inch of your life. It's kind of like an it's delivery. kind of like a no FX, but like more positive. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no FX is way too light. Um, 
Dude, no effects is so fucking funny live though. They play for like forty minutes and they play like six songs, <laughs> yeah. and their songs are only like forty <laughs> seconds to maybe a minute, and they just fuck around on stage for like thirty minutes. As, as opposed, as opposed to like a bad religion concert where you're where in an hour and a half set you'll hear like thirty songs. <laughs> Yeah, they cram the entire yeah. discography into like one set. Man, I remember watching them at the Vans Warp Tour, and like they were just off the chain. Like it was awesome. It was probably one of the best concerts I've seen. Wait, which one? No effects. No, uh, Bad Religion. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, Bad Religion's fucking. They they kill it. <laughs> but then again, they've been around since 1983, so they should by now. Um, <laughs> the now I'm trying to think of a good. I mean, H2O is like who I'm coming up with as like a good comparison band mm-hmm. uh it's really more that like screaming fast their drummer is fucking ki- like that guy was amazing <laughs> it was just like i spent half the time watching him just because the shit he's pulling off in a punk setting is nuts i mean every once in a while the guitarist will just pull off some like crazy like 80s hair metal type riffs and you're like where is what what are you doing <laughs> like this is but yeah i would totally go see them that was super fun but uh, yeah, concerts. I missed concerts, you guys. So, did where did you position yourself at the concert? I would assume you were removed uh, from the pit. Yes. No. My uh, my warrior days are behind <laughs> me. I, so here. I watch. So, yes. I watch the battles from a from a from afar. I was gonna say. So fill me in, like on this etiquette, right? Like when you become when you become a seasoned vet and you are no longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, viable pit uh, person. Do you? Do, yes. Is there a place where like ex pit people go to like relive the days of yore and to watch the younglings battle in the pits? Well, the true veterans, and I'm not there yet. These are the ones that are now in the disabled <laughs> at okay. the very top. And and I'm not even saying that fun to be funny. You walk past there now, and you're like. Oh yeah, yeah. I understand why you're sitting here. Okay, like you, <laughs> you, you saw some shit in your life. I, mm-hmm. Yep. There was there was a guy at one of those tables last night. I, dude, he was so rad. He probably, I mean, he looked like he was in his late sixties. Probably was in his late fifties, <laughs> just because he looked like he lived that hard of a life. Super tall, like two feet tall, bright green mohawk that was, you know, egg whited and ironed flat. Just, I was so proud of him. I was like, dude, you are still living that life. Look at you. This is amazing. Uh, of course, I don't think he could walk that well anymore. But hey, he could iron his hair. So that's all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it. I think what happens is... So at the war field, there's like the pit floor, the second floor, the third floor, right? So I don't go to the bottom floor anymore. I don't, you know, I got kids. I don't want to get punched in the face by strangers. I'm fine. I'm fine. I've d- I did that for decades. I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. When I'm not with my wife, I will go to the second tier. You get closer. You still get the good, like, crowd knocks from time to time. You know, you feel more engaged. Mm -hmm. If I'm with my wife, we go to the third tier. But to the front. 
of the third. Okay. And that's uh, and that's the level that has the bars. Nice. You get the people milling around. Yeah, you, you know, there's way less of a crush of people in general. Um, and then yeah, I think the next step for me once I decide all them stairs ain't working for my knees is going to be the top, the top level. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at now. I'm a third tier guy if I'm with my wife. Yeah, see, I always was more of like there's like the actual like circle pit, mm-hmm. and then there's like that layer or two of like the wall around the pit mm. i'm like yeah i want to stay in like next to the pit but like have a few people in front of me so that when someone comes crashing in you're not getting hit yeah, yeah, by yeah. the dude who got shoved um i know i went to a attack attack i set my friends on fire concert one time and there was this chick <laughs> that, was pun- <laughs> yeah, that was punching me in the back and after about five minutes i was like yeah, I'm done with this. And I was on that, like, inner wall. And I turned around and just grabbed her and, like, threw her into the pit. And I never saw her yeah. again. I was like, nope. I'm like, we're not dealing with you. <laughs> like, you, you're gone. That is the, like, you're going to end up somewhere else. That is the best part of a pit. It just removes your problems if you use it correctly. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I'm like, and you're gone. Uh, I was always a middle of the pit guy. Like, you could just, if it's a good band and the pit's big, you can just hang out in the middle. And you get a great view. It's fantastic. But uh, Dude, my, but my favorite part a, is always... But after a while, people take exception to that. And they will remove you, forcibly. Yeah. But. I was like, my favorite part is always after the concert, where you have like the 16 different people who are at the metal gate looking for their <laughs> shoes. And there's just the pile of shoes that end up there. And they're trying to find like the matching Converse or Vans or whatever that got kicked off. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times. Good times. Shannon, what's the last, like, punk or metal show you went to? Oh, it's been a long time. Uh, Limp, Limp Bizkit, <laughs> 2001? No, I would probably say the last one I went to was probably, like, a Blink-182 concert, <laughs> like, a long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. Like, after that, because, like, then I went, in, then I went into a, my country phase pretty hard. And then, you know, after that, it was just, like, going to see, like, you know, Keith Urban and, like, a whole bunch of other, like, you know, musicians. (sighs) (sighs) (laughs) My wife got me to go to a country concert once. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're good. (laughs) That was it. I mean, they're fun fun times. Are they? I I have never had a bad time at a country concert, I'm just going to say. All right. well. And I mean, like, if you're looking at Twitter, I mean, like, Morgan Whalen concerts are, like, <laughs> popping off nowadays. I mean, there's fistfights and porta-potties and everything going on now. Oh, that's what that was? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I have no idea who Morgan Whalen is, but yes, I know that porta <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, people had hands, that blonde chick. I mean, she, she knows some things. As, uh, as Big Corey on Twitter would say, it was Shaq Boots versus Jeff Jarrett Boots <laughs> in the porta-potty. <laughs> Dude, I, for, okay, first of all, I want to know how that thing started. Second of all, like, there's the one chick yeah. that comes out that's, like, the third one out of there, and, like, she is just like, nope, too hot for me. Like, I'm out, and, like, Bounds is like, hella quick. Like, dude, like, what are you all doing in there? <laughs> like, porta potties are disgusting to begin with. Like, I mean. Well, my favorite is in the middle of all that, another woman goes to use the porta potty <laughs> behind her. I know, right? Like, <laughs> like, there's an entire row, just maybe move two or three down. I, like, yeah. Uh, oh man, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to say to that. It's just, uh, you know, 
concerts back in our days were a thing of the past. You know, people had respect, treated each other well. Mm. Now all of a sudden, fist fights and porn <laughs> no, bodies. <they> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah okay. Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, anyway. So many metal shows ended in violence when I was in high school. But hey, you know, we all made it. Mm hmm. I mean, I made it. I don't know about anyone else, but... Uh, <laughs> You're still here, that's right. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't say we all, because, I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right, all right. We've memory leaned it enough, I guess. Uh, what have we been playing? Okay. I gotta tell you, Shannon. Deal. I had a moment. You did. Justin <laughs> was buzzing on, on, on the Discord... Dropping lines on uh, the group chat, seeing reposts on Twitter, and I'm like, man, I haven't liked a JRPG in 20 years, like a real traditional JRPG. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But this man keeps talking about Sea of Stars like it's something, like it's something, and it looks real pretty when I see the screenshots go up. Mm-hmm. And I really want to play something on the Steam Deck, even though this is on Game Pass. Oh, so you you uh, went like the whole like thirty one dollar route, huh? You went you went deep in this. I went full Shannon. Um, <laughs> Whoa! Bought it, bought it on Steam. Put it on the Steam Deck. <laughs> uh, about three hours in now. Nice. And uh, I've got I've got our boy Gale. Is that his name? Grawl, Gale, something like that. Uh, yeah, the third member of the party, Mr. Chef himself. I've got him rocking and rolling, cooking. Uh, it it didn't give me Golden Sun vibes. It gives me like not Chrono Trigger, but like Chrono Cross vibes. If that makes, even though Chrono Cross was a like three D ish game, mm-hmm. the way the story's kind of playing out and like the back and forth and and uh, character introductions and how it's going. Reminds me a lot mm-hmm. of that, which I'm saying is a good thing, because Chrono Cross was one of the last of these games I really liked. Um, I think the battle system is cool, adding the, like, you know, you can do inflict more damage if you hit the timing right on the button. Um, the magic effects are fun so far. I want to learn more of them. I'm hoping everyone gets sweet, sweet, uh, I don't know, they're not, it's called summons, but whatever magical abilities they are, and then... Uh, I like my chef dude, even though his magical abilities are totally useless. His attitude is great. <laughs> he, he stays positive for the group. Uh, it's like, oh, so we get it. We got our teeth kicked in. It's great. I'll make some mushroom <laughs> soup, bro. We got this. It's like, I, I don't know if that's going to work, man, but thanks for the soup. <laughs> yeah, dude, his magic, it's so fun. I don't think I've used it once. Oh, I used it like... once to see what it did, and I'm like, oh, nope, that's going back in the bag. Yeah, like every time when he's like leveled up, and it's like, hey, you want to increase his magic points? And I'm like, for what? I'm yeah. like, no, we're doing physical defense. You're my tank. Like, yeah. I don't care about your magic. You, you literally hold a soup lid as a shield. Like, nah, I'm not worried about you as a fighter at all. Like, we're good here. Good. good. So who did, you, um, who did you choose to start with? Um, I chose the girl. Mm-hmm. I forget what her name is. Mm-hmm. But the moon, the moon magic mm-hmm. person, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, but it doesn't seem to matter. It seems like you can just switch between them anytime you're at a save point or something like that. But... I don't care. I, I like the moon magic stuff. I like bouncing the uh, moonerang around. 
it's a good attack. Um, I'm it, the story's kind of got me. I want to see where it's going. You know, it, it. I like how. I gotta tell you, at first I was a little annoyed. It's like, oh, we're going up this mountain and we're setting up camp, and then it does the thing of like. Now let's see how we got here. And you play for a full hour and a half going through their entire backstory. It's like, it just, <laughs> you went to school and you got on the mountain. Like, can we just go, please? And then, and guess what? You end up right back where you initially started. And now let's pick up the story. And it's like, God damn it. Like, okay. But, um, no, I, I, I want to know why the older people that so as a kid you idolized this this man and woman that also were going through the school also had graduated out also were on adventures for the headmaster but when you enter the school they're sitting there behind the scenes like hey man we should tell them this bullshit like we should tell them they need to get out like blah 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 and and they never really go into why but as you're progressing those mumblings just kind of seem to get more and more and more. And I'm waiting to hear why, like what's the why. And so it's kind of got me in there a little bit. Cause you can tell it's leading that way. But, uh, I bet mean, I'll let Justin talk about the, the graphics and sound design and all that stuff. Cause so we just don't repeat ourselves, but I'm, I'm kind of in on sea of stars. It's a great, it's a great steam deck game. It's a fantastic steam deck game. As far as laying in bed, grinding out a couple hours a night thing. It's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm super happy you both picked it up. And that's why when I started playing it, I knew I was like, dude, this is like a great, like for, especially for you guys, for like the steam deck. I know Shannon likes to lay in bed and play whatever. And it's like, dude, after hearing his frustrations with armor core and stuff, I'm like, that's like the perfect wind down kind of game. Um, graphically yeah i think it's gorgeous you're right though i i almost checked like the beginning of the game is kind of slow with Mm. the oh well how did they get here and i almost wanted to check out and i was like no we're gonna keep going and it's like once you get past that like tutorial area and like actually go on to the next thing that's when it like really picked up for me i'm like okay like i see what the vision is like once i start getting into more of like the actual essence of combat and stuff really good for me also once you get um the fourth person for your party it really picks up in terms of like combat like for what i want to do in combat is what the fourth person does so i'm like okay dope so i pretty much like love them um i'm about 12 or 13 hours oh wow in. you've been so you've been putting in time I, yeah, I put in time this week on it. Uh, I want to say when I looked it up, like the average like to get through the game is I want to say about 26 hours or something like that, 24 hours. So mm-hmm. I think I'm about at the halfway point. But it's been a lot of fun. Like I like the combat. Like you said, I like the uh, the boomerang, the moonerang and stuff. It has very like Mario and Luigi yeah, totally, vibes to me totally. where you time time the attacks to do more damage like dude when you get a long chain with the moonerang and stuff going it feels so good like if you have four enemies i feel like it's really hard to keep it going for a long time but once you have like three or maybe two it's a lot easier to keep track of because it's kind of going in all the different directions uh i like the uh the little 
cards that you know that kind of come up where it's like you need to do this certain type of attack and you kind of break your enemies like will to attack mm-hmm. so you kind of push them off from getting their attack off and you can kind of see the uh you know turns like they're like, oh this dude's gonna attack in three turns or this dude's gonna attack in two so it's like all right we're gonna target this dude uh i will say i do have some mild gripes with the game that it could easily be fixed in an update or something like that i just don't understand why like they didn't do it like a there's nothing that ever tells you what the objective is for the game like there's no like title like pause screen like oh main objective like do this or like whatever like so there's some side quest kind of stuff too where you talk to people and like hey can you do this for there's nothing that keeps track of that and that's a little annoying to me like there's been times where i've run around and i'm like what am i supposed to be doing again and then i forget and there's nothing that is like oh you need to go to this area or talk to this person or do whatever so it's like i wish there was something that just kind of like reminded me that oh you need to like head off this way or like there was after one of the missions like you run into like a group of pirates later and stuff and you do some shit with them and i finished the mission and the all the pirates are standing there and i thought i talked to all of them and they're like oh da, 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 da. but like nothing progressed and i was like okay like what do i need who do i need to talk to like what and apparently there was one of them that I did not talk to, which was the captain, and that's the one I needed to talk to, but there was nothing indicating, like, a little exclamation point, like, above, like, you know, Diablo style or something. Oh. It's like, hey, talk to this fucking person, <laughs> or have, like, three dots above their head that it's like, this is the motherfucker you need to talk to, because I skipped right over them, ran past them, and I came back, like, five minutes later and tried talking to them, and it's like, oh, this, I apparently missed one, and, like, I wish I would have known that earlier. Um... But besides that, like, there was also one point where the the pot handle lid kid, Mm -hmm. he separates from your group for a second, and there was an object I equipped to him, (laughs) and it's the object that lets you see your enemy's HP, and after he fucked off, I didn't get that object back, like, it was still equipped to him, and I couldn't re-equip it because he was gone, so I had to do this, like, entire section where I'm like, man, really wish I knew what these people's HP was, like obviously made a mistake and should have equipped it to one of the two main characters because i was like i didn't realize this dude was gonna fuck <laughs> off uh and it didn't just auto unequip this from him or something so i'm like yeah really wish i would have known that so i wouldn't have had to do this without knowing the hp for shit but i really like the they have like it's almost like castlevania dawn of sorrow Arya sorrow where they have like the relics that you can turn on and off and mm-hmm. stuff, and that's almost like the accessibility mode where it's like, oh, you know, after battle, like your HP auto refills, or you take thirty percent less damage, or this and that. So they have like that tier stuff, but they also have ones that you can purchase, and it's like, oh, dude, you gain twenty percent more experience, and I'm like, dude, <laughs> fuck yes. Yeah. So or it's like you get more gold, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like, and it's not like oh, like, this is an assist set. It's like, this is stuff they actually have to earn money to buy to turn on. So I'm like, yeah, dude, like, I want to level up quicker because, like, every time you level up, the entire group levels up, but then it takes more experience. So I'm like, yeah, dude, I want to be earning more experience because it's going to keep getting harder to level up as, like, 
progression goes because everyone's just doing it together. So it's just like a pool of experience for everyone. So does everybody Project, get the same uh, experience points or is it broken up in between the people in the group? So if it's like 200 and there's like four of you, each, each person's getting 50 experience. Yeah. So it's just like, hey, you have like you 10,000 and 10,000 like more experience, like you level up. And when you do it, all the characters in your party level up, whether they're with okay, you or great. not. Uh, everybody just levels up. And then you go through the screen, and then it's kind of like the Mario and Luigi thing where it's like, hey, here's, like, the five, like, these stats all level up, and then here's, like, five choices for you to pick from for, like, an additional thing that you want to go into. So, like, for my main two characters, like, I'm like, dude, anytime I get the option to increase their magic, I'm like, yes, magic. Because their magic, for whatever reason, like, in the level ups, I haven't seen it going up, and I'm like, I want to be able to pop off like additional like two different spells before i have to worry about like recharging and stuff like that so for them that's what i've been focusing on for pot lid guy i'm like dude he's obviously just like a tank i'm like magic and physical defense i'm like that's what and he has a ton of health i'm like yeah just give him a bunch of health give him that my like fourth character i've gotten i'm like yep magic i'm like physical attack i'm like get that up i'm like we're trying to be as aggressive as possible i will say Uh, when you uh when the cards pop up for like moon moon sun or something and you get those two magic attacks off it's so satisfying every time because just the amount of damage it does it's just like oh yeah no and i've noticed and it's so funny because there's so many times where like yeah they're like oh you need to do two swords two hammers like a moon and you have like two turns to do it and i'm like Dude, there's no <laughs> fucking way like there's no way i can do and it, uh, luckily i do like the fact that you can chip in at it and it's like okay well now from a went from 100 percent to 67 or whatever so it's going to be slightly weaker even if you can't break the entire thing but i'm like dude there's no way to possibly do this and then once you get the fourth character it does help make it possible and i'm like okay like i i see i see the vision now okay that's like, that's good you, to you know there. that's good to know because i have come across some of four card things i'm like what okay fuck me i guess <laughs> like you know it just... yeah so yeah, the, the fourth character helps because their ability is they can... The, one of their magic powers is they can, um, like, stunlock opponents. So it pushes... The, oh, they're on turn two? No, now they're on turn five. Like, it knocks them back three turns or whatever. So it's like, it gives you more time to be able to break their fucking shit. And I'm like, yes, I love that. That is what I've been waiting for is it's bullshit in some fights where it's like, okay, oh, this person's going off in one. And I'm like, okay, well, now they're going off in four. Like, I, I'm not dealing with that right now. So I really like that they have something like that that you're able to pull off. So uh, is it that the so is it I that also, the enemies in this particular like section are just gonna like if they get an attack off, it's just like an insta kill for like one of your your team members, or is it just basically they're just trying to teach you the mechanics of like you know prolonging? Yeah, it's it's. It's not an insta-kill, but it's just, like, sometimes I'm like, dude, like, I don't, like, there's some, like, there's these little ghoulie-looking dudes in this one section, and they're, what they do is ran, like, they have five different attacks that they can do. They kind of do this little dance, strike a pose move, and then, like, one of five things can happen. Like, sometimes they just run away, and it's like, cool, they disappeared, I don't have to fuck with it. Sometimes they, like, rain down spikes, and I'm like, that attack kind of hurts, but it's like, you can do the timing pretty good. But then there's, like, this zombie enemy later, too, that, like, heals. 
and I'm like, dude, like, if it gets off and it, like, bites you and then heals, it's just, like, undoing everything you just did. So I'm like, dude, I really don't want to fuck with that. So I'm like, if I can delay that, or there's, especially, it's handy in the bosses and stuff because it's like, oh, you know this boss person is about to do some big-ass attack that's going to suck. So I'm like, yeah, let's push that back as long as possible. If we can break it and prevent that shit from happening... I would much rather do that than get hit and my entire party takes like a hundred damage or something. Uh, well, but well, Shannon, did you pick this up as well? I did, but like I'm probably uh, like maybe like an hour into the game, hour an hour and a half. So it's like okay, so you're in you're in the backstory yes. area mm-hmm. still. Mm-hmm. Got it. Yeah. So yeah, it, it I got it last night and uh, like I basically I had like an hour to kill before bed and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna download this and play this and like i got you know mm. through most of the the backstory but yeah i'm just i'm loving it though loving it so far once once it once it opens up and you get uh your your cooking homie with you it that game gets some hooks <laughs> i'm just warning you now that game gets some hooks uh, good that's what i want i'm hoping i'm hoping the story carries because i'm i'm super into it right now but uh are we losing justin to to starfield next week is that what's happening? Yeah. I mean, probably. It might. It might be. It might be on us to carry the torch <laughs> for Sea of Stars. Is what I'm saying. I mean, that, that's why I'm trying to blast through it, yeah. man. Because I know Starfield comes out here in like three days, and I'm like, dude, I do want to check it out, but I do really want to finish Sea of Stars, especially like being halfway through it. And I've just been having a lot of the music also slaps in Sea of Stars. Like I love the battle music. It it is like the best looking. And sounding Super Nintendo RPG you've ever seen, because mm-hmm. that's yeah. definitely the graphic style to it. And then, except for that one super random moment where you first meet the older heroes, mm-hmm. and it's like this crazy high res, <laughs> yeah, I know, beautiful right? little cinematic, and it's like, and then nothing. You see nothing like that <laughs> ever again, and it's like, why? It does do. <laughs> It does do that more oh, okay. later on. Like you do, I have gotten, I think maybe like four or five of those like little cinematics. It, so you do. It isn't just that one time, but it is funny. Yeah, because you're right. It, it does happen once, and then like never again. Like I said, at the I'm, beginning I'm of the like game. four hours in now, and I'm like, what? What? Why would they do that? I've never seen it again. It's just <laughs> really random. Um, well, all right. Any anyone playing anything else? Uh, yeah. I mean, I got, I, I got. So, remember how at the beginning of the year I said my New Year's resolution was going to be I was going to finish more games. Like I was, I wasn't going to start new games until I finished other games. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're, mm-hmm. yeah, that's not go, that's not going. Yeah, that's yeah, not we going well. Like right now, like this year just decided to just throw out pretty much like every rad awesome game that I want to try. So like I've been spending a lot of money, guys. Like my wallet's really <laughs> I upset. Think, uh... I think the universe heard you fuck around and said, oh, you're going <laughs> to yeah, find out. You know, right? I mean, it's a good thing I can use all these games that I'm purchasing as, as a tax write-off, right? Because we're doing this podcast for like a while now. So it's mm-hmm. like a substantiated thing. It's not just like a pipe dream anymore. So oh, that's sure. what I'm going to stick with. But uh, anyway, um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, so I want to I wanna talk to Justin here. Because like, Justin, you came at me pretty hot about playing Armor Core 6 like this week in the in the chat and like kind of hurt my feelings for a little bit look let me tell you like from software i think did everybody a disservice right because like you came out with elden ring which was like an accessible dark souls game for a lot of people who did not like dark souls before like 
people gave it a chance. I gave it a chance. I liked it. Granted, like, I didn't put as much time as you did into it. So, like, you know, like, sorry. But, like, I did invest a substantial <laughs> amount of time into that game. And I had fun with it. And I, you know, enjoyed it. So here we are coming out with an Armored Core game. Like, and mechs and shooting, you got me, like, right there, right? Like, from software, I was a little worried, right? But after Elden Ring, I was like, okay, like, this is something that I think I want to try. Getting into the game, it is harder. It is less accessible than an Elden Ring, right? Like, I was expecting more of, like, an open world where you're, like, this mech that's going around, like, shooting things. It is not like that. It is it is a choose a mission, go into the mission. There's going to be, like, fodder, and then there's going to be a boss. And you're going to struggle with that boss, like, a lot. Like, it is going to take a while. Like, I went through the initial uh, training mission, and the boss at the end of the training mission took me like 15 tries to get through, like to, to beat that guy. And it was frustrating. I had to take a break like once or twice, you know, I like do, did that thing. And that has been my biggest struggle with this game is that From Software did us dirty, right? Cause like they, they came out and they did this Elden Ring joyous like experience. And now they're back to like their typical Dark Souls bullshit with this Armor Core game. Um, and it, I want to stick with it because it's got the mechs and the shooty that I want. But at the same time, like there are some things in the game that I have that are gripes. And it's not that it's challenging, but it's, there are quality of life things that would have made it less challenging. Like you can auto lock on to targets. You can auto lock on to the bosses, but the bosses a lot of times are so fast moving and they flip around you so fast that the auto lock is basically useless. Like it basically drops the auto lock. You got to turn around, like figure out where the boss is. Sometimes it's right over your head and then you got to, you know, reline up your attacks. You got to run away, regroup. That's, you know, that's, you know, probably the biggest gripe I have with the game is if you're going to auto lock something and it's going to fly over your head, it should turn you around to follow that guy. Right. Especially if it's the only one that you're locked on at the moment. But, you know, that's that's just me. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think I think that maybe more people kind of fell into that later group, like especially the ones that was like, this is my first Armored Core game. This is like the first time I'm going to try this. Like, I've seen that a lot. Like a lot of people are like, whoa, this is not like Elden Ring. This is not like what I was expecting here. And I think that's going to make people a lot more cautious when that next from software title comes around. It's definitely going to make me a lot more cautious. Um so I think it's kind of a bummer because like they were on to something with Elden Ring. Like they were on to something there. And I think they backtracked with Armor Core. Um, so that's my frustration. I'm glad I have Sea of Stars because like it is what I'm going to play when I'm about ready to throw my PlayStation controller through my TV because of Armor Core. Um, I've also gone back to Diablo 4 because that's also just something I need to get through before the end yeah. of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Diablo 4. So Justin... I may, me, I may have started a malignant character. No way, really? So say, did you, so yeah. did you start uh so like every time I play the game now like it tells me like oh you might want to start a new character for this season. I was like dude, like I barely <laughs> like I mean <laughs> well they're just they're just trying to get you to play yeah. the the season. Yeah, I was like no, That's like let me just but... stick to my level. I'm I think I'm like a level 35 hunter right now. I think I've maybe I'm still in the first act. <laughs> like I but I'm going through the stories now. Like I'm I'm actively just going for the yellow like exclamation marks. That's all I'm doing. That's that that's what I had to do to beat it. I was just like, "You know what? We are going yellow only." 
screw all the blue ones. Like we're just we're doing this. Um, yeah. There's a part of me though that I think I'm gonna look up like what the best hunter build is, so that I could just use that and like go with that. Because like the the hunter build I have right now works pretty well, but mm-hmm. you know I want to optimize the uh, the play. I will tell you, uh, I had a necromancer build that I loved mm-hmm. was just breezing <laughs> through the game. And Lilith proceeded to kick the living shit out of me about five times in a row. <laughs> and I completely respect, like, from the ground up respect mm-hmm. uh, to a... Because I was using, like, a the Blood Mist build okay. uh, effects. And I had to completely respect to the Bone Spear build uh, with, with different minions affected. And uh, that, I beat it the first time after that. Nice. So... Your game build and in-game build might not be the same. That's all I'll tell you. So, okay, but uh, yeah, let me know when you're on. I'll jump on with you. We'll, we'll do some. I damage. think I'm gonna try to get on tonight, but I won't be on until later, okay. like nine, like nine o'clock. That works for me. Just ping okay. me. I'll, I can cool. play. Justin, you gonna be on tonight? I I would be down. Nice. Guys can yeah, Justin needs to beat the game too. So you're probably guys are probably. In- I, I do still need to beat the game. So. <laughs> you're pro- you guys are probably in the same spot in Act One. So, you know, I mean, you're, you're probably not far. Hey, hey I'm in Act Three. Hmm. <laughs> are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Um. <laughs> totally believe you. Uh, <laughs> some silence for sure let those bad boys out here's some sirens well i'm gonna let you guys take over (laughs) because i can't care less about what you're about to talk about so justin shannon tell the people about one piece live action dude it is a junk food guilty pleasure i'm gonna tell you right now like it so this is what it reminds me of, like in a lot of the fight scenes. It reminds me of like the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like you're out there, like people are, like there's a lot of sand, a lot of dust kicking up, a lot of action, a lot of martial arts. Some of the martial arts hits, like you could tell some of the timing's a little off, but like they stuck with it because it was the best shot. But like all in all, like the hokiness of it brings it all together to in, into one perfect, like just amalgam of like anime. And like you know, Justin and I were talking about it before. And it was like, you know, uh, it's just uh, it, everything is so it's just the right amount of campy where like I feel like you if you watched it, you would enjoy it for what it was. And like you always talking about exactly you talking about campy campiness and in, in things and like your guilty pleasures of enjoying these like kaiju movies that have just like the perfect amount of campy, but just the right amount of like everything you're looking for. That's what this is like this guy. Like he's he's a good I think he's a good fit for that for for the character. Uh, okay, I just dropped a picture in the chat that shows up on my next flick screen when I log in, and it is the reason why I won't watch it. Like, look at that, dude. Look at that, dude. dude. Watch, watch, just watch the first episode, please. Just give it a try because it is it'll do so, good for you. So here, because also. Let's talk a little bit about what the actual plot of One Piece is, because I don't know if Zach is even aware <laughs> of what the show's actually even about. I mean, it's some anime bullshit about pirates. And, <laughs> I mean, look, look, oh, he's yes. not going to so, care about the story. Like, I can tell you that right now. He, it's just, that's not going to get him. 
No, I know, but it it's part of the hocus. So, but for those listening too, mm. they're like, well, what is One Piece? So One Piece is about this guy named Monkey D. Luffy, who uh, he wants to become king of the pirates, and this whole thing happens where there's this famous pirate and he gets executed and as he's dying he tells everyone that his giant treasure that he's amassed the one piece is hidden somewhere and that the person who finds it will get all of it or whatever and then he dies so then everyone rushes out to become pirates and try and find this legendary treasure on the grand isles or whatever it's called and so luffy has like no real experience being a pirate he's just like yeah fuck it i'm a pirate i guess and goes out at sea with next to no plan of how to actually like find the one piece he's just like yeah i'm just gonna hit the ground running we're gonna get a ship we're gonna do this but he has no idea where he's going and so he like slowly starts acquiring an actual crew and like an actual ship and stuff and maps and like a navigator to figure out how to actually like get to where he needs to go. But as a kid, he ate something called a devil fruit, which exists in this world. Uh, no one devil fruit is exactly the same. So because he ate it, he has the power that he is rubber now. Like he has limbs stretch his body stretches he can infinitely stretch the consequence of eating a devil fruit though is you are forsaken by the ocean so he cannot swim and will immediately drown when in water so he wants to be a pirate which involves going out into the ocean which is literally the one thing that will absolutely kill him (laughs) which from a logistic standpoint does not make any sense and it always kills me when everyone's like oh dude luffy would body goku and everyone's like dude goku would instant transmission him in the middle of the ocean and luffy's dead (laughs) like i don't know how you think he's gonna win but uh but the character they do a really good job i feel of translating like how the characters act or whatever. I'm not a huge One Piece fan by any means. I'm going to preface this. I've watched the first 30 episodes like eight years ago. Uh, so I do know like what has happened or whatever up through this point in like the live action. Uh, but they do a really good job, I feel like, of translating like the characters. Like Luffy's basically like a giant kid who just eats all the time. He's your typical Goku type character. Like wants to fight, doesn't give a shit, like just super fun loving. Zoro is a swordsman who uses three swords, one of which goes in his <laughs> mouth, um, and does this three sword technique. And Nami is like their navigator, but she's also kind of like the, like fuck you, like yeah, I'm gonna steal shit and like betray people at an instant. She always kind of has like some other kind of plan going on in the background and stuff. So they do a really good job of tra- not only translating the characters in the live action, but adapting like the actual source material into from what i understand the live action it's eight episodes they're each an hour long and it covers about the span of the first like i want to say 40 episodes of the anime so they were able to take 40 episodes of anime and condense it down into eight one hour episodes but they did a really good job of like 
merging certain things that happen and stuff like together and stuff instead of like oh all these different stories were kind of happening individually and then they all kind of just meet up like okay well they found a way to kind of intertwine those stories together and stuff and not make it drag out and stuff and kind of expedite the process of them becoming a team and not like focusing for a long time on okay like i get it this person's doing this like where are we going with this and stuff and a lot of the villains like there's a clown who can separate his like body apart and stuff and there's just like a lot of really weird and quirky characters but the live action i think put like a lot of a darker kind of tone like spin on it than the actual anime so even though it is hokey, it's like, no, this dude, Buggy, is genuinely terrifying looking because he's so fucking weird. Am I selling you on this at all, Zach? <sighs> I mean... <laughs> it, okay, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just being unfair because of its anime bullshit origins. <laughs> maybe I should check it out. You know, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't sound horrible. I'll tell you that it, I, I sat through twisted metal, right? <laughs> like it, it kind of seems like on the same plane in some matter. I think it's, it, I think honestly, it's better. I think, uh, see, I don't know about, like twisted metal was great, but no, I will agree though. I think it is kind of on that same caliber as twisted metal where twisted metal. The reason why it's so entertaining is because they fully leaned into yeah. the bullshit of twisted metal, which makes it fun and that's what makes one piece the one piece live action fun is they didn't try to like oh well this wouldn't exist in real mm. life or like oh you couldn't do though they fully leaned into the fantasy and the anime bullshit of one piece which is what makes it entertaining because it is that power rangers it is that yeah. like you know very kind of hokey kind of corny at times but it fully leans into it which is what makes it fun did uh did we all finish Twisted Metal? No, I'm still trying. I got I got to finish it. I'm sorry. Like I'll get No, you finally finished it though? Oh, I finished it like 2 weeks ago. Yeah. Dude, are is those last two episodes not fantastic? They are, but I didn't like the end. Really? I didn't like the like, I, I would have been happier if it was just a more I don't know. More more Yeah. Well, solid ending. Not, we'll not we'll have to ending. wait until yeah. Shan- Shannon needs to finish it so we can actually like do full spoilers for the end. The, of it. I enjoyed the last. Two uh, they were great. A lot. They were great. The I found it really interesting though the ball pit episode. Yeah. Uh, I never expected Twisted Metal to be like really emotionally affecting, <laughs> and that and that episode like. All of a sudden, you're you're in your feelings a little bit about some things, and it's like, wait, this is coming from Twisted Metal? Like seriously? <laughs> All right, well, and and the needle drops in that show are just uh, chefs. I mean, all of a sudden you're getting some Portishead in there, and it's just like, wow, wow. All right, we're we're doing it. Yeah. I will say, I did not expect. I'm like, okay, why does he give like such a big shit about the car? Yeah. And then when they explain why he yeah. gives such a shit about yeah. the car, I'm like. Okay, like, I didn't think I was going to honestly care that much about it, but they make you care about it. They really do. They really do. Now, it's, uh, that's probably my biggest surprise of the year, was how good (laughs) Twisted Metal is, because I was expecting the hottest of garbage. Yeah, I don't think anyone thought that to be good. (laughs) The hottest of garbage. Um, 
Well, all right, gentlemen. Do we have a show? I think so. Anyone else? No, I think all so. Right. Then, uh... Right. I think that's a wrap. Then, Justin, why don't you go ahead and land this plane? You know what, guys? Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the That Pixel Life Podcast. You know, head on over to the Discord. Let Shannon know what is the proper child birthday etiquette with presents, <laughs> you know? What did you think One Piece was super hokey? You know, let us know. And while you're at it, head on over to Spotify. Give your boys a review. Let us know how we're doing. And uh, Zach, if uh, Robbie was here, what do you think Robbie would say? Robbie would say, Thank God college football's <laughs> back, y'all. Also, go be great. <laughs> Oklahoma winning by 73 points is a fluke.